0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Today's example that offers the continuing proof that people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere takes us to the city in Saskatchewan that everyone wants to visit. Regina police say a reward is being offered for three people spotted on surveillance video stealing what amounts to thousands of dollars of this product from various retail outlets. Identification may be difficult because, well, like everywhere else, stores in Regina requiring customers to wear masks no matter whether you've come to commit a crime or not. Now, with incidents of shoplifting dating all the way back to the beginning of the year, the trio appear to work as a team, with one loading up on a product to steal and the other two distracting store employees to make the getaway. And all they've stolen so far is hundreds of boxes of Crest White Strips, the tooth whitening product. Surely they don't have that bad of teeth, Cliff, really. (laughs) It's Canada. I would think not.
1: (laughs) I wonder what the distraction is. I was I kind of know. hoping that would be the you know like they did they, something they, <laughs> you know
0: what are they, what do they what do they do to I, I totally like just wave their arms and look dumb. I, don't, I mean, look at me, look at me, I'm over here. Yeah, I'm not stealing anything. No, no.
1: <laughs> Cliff, did you ever um notice how much longer the day seems to be when when you actually get to work on time? I
0: hate that. No no, no kidding.
1: If we could come in later. Yeah. You and I. Yes. Our
0: day would be much, much faster. You're absolutely right. We would certainly feel like we're working faster because we'd have to do the same amount of work in less time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Cliff, I see people all around my age talking on the internet and they'll yeah. call me or text me or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Talking about yeah. big skiing trips that they've had in the past or they're planning yeah. if everything works out with this virus. Yeah. You know, zip lining they do, all this adventurous (laughs) stuff, all of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm feeling good this morning because I got my leg through my underwear without losing my balance. (laughs) I I put that down as a good morning, Cliff, if I can do that, because I have a lazy boy chair also in the back room of my house where I get dressed in the morning. Okay. And I have head-planted myself into that more than once.
0: <laughs> While trying to get your drawers trying on. Trying to get my drawers <laughs> on, yes. We you and I over the past years have come to learn that there is no good story involving a machete. And that's proven again today, even though there's a twist to this tale. Police in Fargo, North Dakota were sent to an apartment building early Friday after reports of a threatening man were phoned in to 911. First, the caller said there were gunshots heard outside, but that was later found to be just fireworks. And then the 911 caller said there was a man out in front of the apartment complex yelling threats, and that proved to be true. 23-year-old Jordan Pickus was allegedly threatening to blow up the building, and that caused police to have it evacuated for several hours before declaring the all clear. Reports say he was also threatening to cause injury to some residents personally, and that well, that caused officers to later charge the man with making terroristic threats. Police say yes. In fact, he was waving a machete around, threatening to hack someone. And yes, he was doing that while dressed as a gorilla, which is, I believe, the first time in the history of this program we've had a story about a gorilla carrying a machete.
1: I believe you're right, Cliff. <laughs> you know, getting back to the bomb scare thing. Yeah. I don't know how confident I would be if I was at a building building. <laughs> Yeah. And they evacuated me and said, yeah. "Oh, it's all clear. Go it's on back clear. in. Go
0: back in." I think, especially, I, especially when the guy making the threat is dressed as a gorilla.
1: Yes, I might. Um, <laughs> I might stay away for a half a day at least, just to make yeah, sure that uh, just to be sure, let everybody else be the test dummy on that bomb. There <laughs> earlier this morning, Cliff. We uh, we briefly talked mm-hmm. about, uh, no pun intended, my uh, struggles to get dressed in the morning That's without falling like, over. <laughs>
0: It's a good day for you. It is a good day for me. <laughs> when you can put your leg through your underwear without, I don't know, falling over. face Faceplanting in my lazy
1: boy, yes. Yeah. And uh-huh. I knew better after I started talking about that, Cliff, because, yeah, yes, that mm-hmm. brought this phone call in to Country
0: 981. Oh, okay. Morning, Cliff. Nick from Motwell checking in.
1: That's it. I cut oh, him off yeah. after that because oh, oh. you know where that went, Cliff.
0: <laughs> yeah, anytime you mention the word underwear... We know what Nick from is going to say.
1: Uh huh. And today he had to mention Velcro. We're not going there, Nick. We're not going down the Velcro line either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nope. It's 34. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was hurt. Sound, listen to that. Wow. I really believe, Cliff, what the governor was saying about mass fatigue in the news at 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Totally do. I know that I've experienced that. There's been numerous yep. times I've been driving down the road on the way home after work Mm-hmm. And I want to stop into a store and I literally talk myself out of it because I don't want to stick my mask on. It's like too much trouble sticking yeah. that thing over my face. I've kind of taken the philosophy during this pandemic right now, Cliffs, what, six, almost seven months into it. I try not to go near anyone. And when they're <laughs> talking to me,
0: yeah. I
1: find my head... Slowly starting to move away from them, like it's in slow motion, like this <laughs> head's just moving back away. My body yeah. doesn't
0: move; it's just my head. I try to get a little bit more space, <laughs> so, so eventually you're you're basically just like leaning backwards because I'm, your, head is, your head is moving backwards, but the your body isn't
1: yes and and, and it has to look freaky to somebody talking to me, wondering it's what always, is wrong with him,
0: yeah. Yeah, and what is wrong with him? You're
1: right. I just try to avoid uh-huh. people. That I pretend people are salads, Cliff. That's how much I try to avoid people.
0: <laughs> you lean away from salads as I, well.
1: I do that. I, I stay away from salads. I Some people, I look at them, I see a house salad coming toward me. Others, it's a you know chef salad or something. But yeah. I just yeah. try to stay away. Are you like that? Are you no, like-
0: I, I like salad.
1: <laughs> do you try to stay away from folks?
0: Well, no. I mean, I do the social distancing thing. I, it, it's... I have discovered it's possible to have a conversation with someone and not be, you know, like in their face. You can be six feet away from one another and um, and, and, and have a conversation and meet people and, and be social. Um, but I will admit that there are times that I the same thing happen- is like, you're going to go in the store and get a whatever you're going to get. Nope. I think I'll wait till later because I don't want to put the mask on right now. <laughs> it's sad, but <laughs> I, I do the same thing. <laughs> This pretty well
1: sums up my life. Okay. I started out the morning having yeah. trouble getting dressed, as you well know. We've talked about that. Yeah. And as embarrassing as that is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: now someone has called in the any timeline to give me instructions on exactly how to <laughs> dress myself in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Hey, this is Dana and Laura from Vincennes. The way you put on your underwear, I was explained to by a 30-something-year-old, and I'm 60-something-year-old, is you sit down on the toilet and then you know, put your feet in together at a time and just pull them up. Don't do like you usually do with one leg at a time where you're going to fall over and face plant. So that's <laughs> your tip of the day. Sit down on the toilet and put on your underwear. That's the tip of the day, Cliff. That's the best we could do on this program.
0: <laughs> Only on this program would our tip of the day be... Sit on the toilet to put on your underwear.
1: <laughs> so you don't face plant. My fear there is, Cliff. Yeah. You see, when I'm standing up in the back room, there is yeah. another lazy boy, as I explained, back there, too. Yeah. I like to be surrounded by them. And <laughs> if I'm on the toilet doing this, and let's yeah. say I lose my balance, yeah. I could plant right into the sink right on the corner of the sink and injure okay. myself because I'm not that talented and my balance isn't very good at 315 in the morning.
0: <laughs> You're sitting.
1: I know, but you still got to get your legs off the ground.
0: <laughs>
1: Is that not true?
0: true? Yeah.
1: And so I could be like, I don't know, Humpty Dumpty on the toilet.
0: <laughs>
1: Didn't sound right, did it, Cliff? <laughs>
0: humpty right. Dumpty <laughs> on the toilet. All the king's horses, and yes. all the king's men. Couldn't put the man who fell off his toilet back, back together, together again. again. And see, I don't <laughs> want that
1: on my epitaph at all.
0: We, the story of Superman, of course, tells us that he was able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. This story from Wausau, Wisconsin, is kind of like that, except probably a lot more painful. In fact, let's just go ahead and say right now, if you're a dude, your stomach will feel like you just heard something from the morning roadshow department of Just in Time for Breakfast in a, just a matter of seconds. Crime solvers there looking to help uh, identify the man caught on surveillance video entering the substation of the electric utility back on September 15th. That's one of those places that's way too dangerous for most folks. That's why they put up a tall chain link fence around them. And this one was additionally protected with six strands of sharp barbed wire over the top of the fence. And as you might expect, the dude in question was seen on surveillance video climbing over that fence and the barbed wire and given the blood that was later found, it was clear he suffered a painful puncture injury of a sensitive area during the climb, which he chose to make while wearing nothing but his underwear. Once inside, he vandalized property belonging to the utility and then made his way back over the perilous barbed wire fence, straddling it and making it over without shredding any more of his private parts in the process. A clean but bloody getaway leaves police now looking for a man they have dubbed Captain Boxer Shorts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's gotta be one of the hardest decisions of your life, Cliff. I mean, think about it. Once you got in yeah. and you know what happened yeah. to you. You gotta go back you out. You gotta think about I've got to go over <laughs> this again. Yeah. It would almost make me want to just stay there and say, I give. I just I, <laughs> I just give. I need some help. <laughs> Cliff, we received a voice message a few minutes ago that I find myself very impressive from one of our okay. listeners. Okay. They uh, touch upon something that we mentioned on this program last week. And they've actually got a great idea for something oh. we might be able to do here. <laughs> okay. I'm impressed here. Wow. Yes. Top of the morning, you, Phil McCracken. Last week, there's a lady that was concerned about your name, with Maybe you could change it to Lazy Boy. Change your name to Lazy Boy and Cliff in the morning. And then you could get Lazy Boy to maybe, I don't know, sponsor the show. Get your (laughs) recliner for the studio. Oh, that'd be sweet. That would
0: be sweet, Cliff. Think of that. I mean, that's not bad, actually. That's a very good one. You built that up, and then it was Phil McCracken, and I'm like, uh uh-oh. But that's actually a good idea.
1: And he remembered last week. Yeah. A lady texted in saying she wanted me to change my name from weed to something else more appropriate. Mm -hmm. I thought that was impressive. And then getting a sponsor for this program. Oh, lazy boy. Can you imagine me in here, Cliff, with a surrounded by lazy boys? (laughs) Just fill
0: this room up with them. That's not going to go well. (laughs) You don't think? Because you're going to settle in and relax and fall asleep on the job. (laughs) Well, it might sound better. It could sound better. started laughing
1: to myself cliff when i read that today is well and not actually today it starts today it's all week long it's no salt week you're not to have any salt week no salt whatsoever and i thought that's not going to happen i'm just going to say right now (laughs) this week is a blow-off for me because that's not going (laughs) to (laughs) happen but they're wanting us to be aware of the dangers of having too much salt i I understand do you
0: do you frequently use a salt shaker during a meal
1: you know i don't do it a whole lot but when i do it i kind of make yeah. up for the times i didn't do it <laughs> i feel like i'm a little left out you know when i get to right. green beans and uh, corn yeah. basically i i should i shouldn't even have that food on my plate i should just eat salt because i salt <laughs> that so much it's just to kill the taste of it
0: so so it's about like
1: salad dressing Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Salad dressing and salt is right up my alley. Okay. And you know, I I kind of think the first guy yeah. that ever discovered salt, somebody had to be the first guy. Somebody I mean, had just,
0: to be the first person. It's a it's a rock. It occurs naturally in nature as a rock. Yes. And so someone had to walk up and lick it. Think of how many rocks that guy
1: licked before he went, hey, this one's not bad.
0: I like that.
1: I kind of like the taste of that. Now, it's a rock, and people are going to think I'm nuts, but it tastes good, and I think if I can get it in their mouth, they're going to like it too. Wouldn't you agree?
0: (laughs) I totally agree.
1: He's a rock licker, and he's gotten famous for finding salt. I know nothing about knives, Cliff. I had no idea that a chef's knife set could be up to $150 for this. Can you imagine that,
0: $150 for knives? I mean, when you cook at that level, uh, I mean, it's like uh, if you're a mechanic, you know that uh, good tools are not cheap, and basically the same rules apply to those who cook.
1: Well, the way I use a knife and the way I cook, Cliff, if I had a set of these expensive knives, I'd have to have a button on there that called... Nine one 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 for me automatically, <laughs> because we're setting things up here for a bleeding. I'm telling you, we're, we're setting, setting it up for a bleeding. <laughs> if you recall, Cliff, a few mm-hmm. minutes ago, well, actually maybe 30 minutes ago, we had a uh, voice message I said was very impressive for one of our listeners. You remember yes, it had a uh,
0: Yeah, it, it had a, a, an idea maybe of uh, a change for, uh, well, a complete change for you, because it would require your name change. <laughs> exactly. And- and it that could lead to a sponsorship for this program.
1: Oh, man, would that not be would that not be golden? That's the golden ticket right there, Cliff. That's <laughs> exactly. the golden ticket. Well, yes. that was an impressive voice message
0: mm-hmm. on our anytime line. And Cliff, what's that number again? Oh, the uh, anytime line is 812-682-0520. You can text that line, you can also call that line and leave us a voicemail anytime about any topic that's on your mind
1: and we go from a very impressive voice message cliff yeah to this here
0: i said hello country pumpkin how's that frost out
1: on the pumpkin or in this case on your windshield you see cliff it's went from really good to (laughs) frost on your windshield frost on your windshield that's uh, a
0: it, I thought for a second he was going to say something about a prostate, uh, but it kind of just went off a different direction. Well, I did, I'm i
1: glad it went. I'm glad it didn't go the direction you thought it was going,
0: Glad it didn't go towards the prostate. Yes.
1: Have you ever heard of the word Grawlix before Cliff? Grawlix? Grawlix. G-R-A-W-L-I-X. You ever heard of that before? No, I can't say that I have. Well, you may learn something then this morning on Take It to the Bank, because okay. we'll tell you what that word actually means, and who came up with the idea so that we could give it a name. That's nothing been- anything to do with a kilt? No. <laughs> no. Nothing frosty about a kilt this morning. <laughs> no. Mercy. Time now for Take It to the Bank. Today, Cliff, we're looking at the word Grawlix. I'd never heard of this word until today. Okay, But Mort Walker, he's the guy that created the comic strip Beetle Bailey, and he also created High and Lois. He came up oh. with the idea some many years ago about using random symbols like exclamation points and hashtags to represent swear words in cartoons. <laughs> We've all and, seen them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seen them That's, a lot. That's what a Grawlix is. And that's what a Grawlix is. When those little symbols are used for cuss words in a comic, they're <laughs> called a Grawlix, thanks to Mort Walker, <laughs> who, for some reason, Cliff, yeah. in order to tickle people's funny bone, he yeah. thought, I need to put cuss words in here somewhere. Well, <laughs> but I just can't print them out. <laughs> and so, I don't,
0: I guess. Maybe, yeah, so, so maybe. Uh, if there's some story that requires, you know, curse words here on this program, we could just say the word Grawlix and everyone would know now, wouldn't they? Yes, yes, that's perfect. If you got so a song, I, go yeah. ahead. So, I mean, if somebody, you know, calls in with something that that we don't like, we could tell them to kiss our growlaks. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That kissing word's got a lot of action in it there. I don't know, Cliff, but we'll be able to put that in there. But,
0: <laughs> grolics are grolics. Yes,
1: there you go. <laughs> All of that except for that last part, you can take straight yeah. to the bank, I'm telling you. Yeah. Cliff, I was born way too early. Oh, you were? Huh? I, if I had been born later, okay, I could have been in the Army.
0: Let <laughs> me... Why is that? I
1: know you snicker about that, but they I mean, have you, a
0: new army
1: guideline that's out, and this is the straight facts.
0: Oh, okay. New, I mean, you could have you could have been the, in the army, you know, when you're that age. There's nothing to stop you from being in the army.
1: Well, they didn't have this guideline.
0: Oh. Had okay. it been
1: in there, Cliff, when so I was of different? age, I would have been in there. What's different now? Well, they're calling now for yeah. strategic and aggressive napping. That <laughs> I'm not making that up. <laughs> strategic and aggressive napping. Yeah. I could have been a general, Cliff, in the Army if this would have been one of the guidelines. This yeah. is how you do it, gentlemen. Watch this guy right here.
0: <laughs> you could have taught that class at West Point. I could have been a three-
1: or four-star general of napping.
0: A four-star here. general. Here's
1: the Napster right here. I just want to say real quickly, yeah. this program does not growlix. Stop saying that about us. <laughs> At least three text messages right. and one voice message, Cliff, about how much we Grawlix here. Stop that. It's hurtful. Cliff, was there anything said today besides growlics?
0: Besides growlics, yes. There was a couple of things. Morning roadshow phrases of the day: start with number three, a gorilla carrying a machete. <laughs> Never, ever going to be a good thing. Never. Number two, sit on the toilet to put on your underwear. It's a life lesson we learned today. I have to practice that. <laughs> well, you you did. Some of us already knew that it was easier to sit down to put your clothes on sometimes as opposed to, I don't know, going head first into the lazy <laughs> boy. Life you. lessons. Life lessons, yeah. live. Number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I think if I can get it in their mouth, they would like it too. Salt. salt. We're talking about salt. Uh, yes,
1: there. of course. Yes. It's exactly what the first guy that licked that rock
0: said.